0: Hey everyone, Rory here from This Paranormal Life. Unfortunately, I've been sick this week so we weren't able to record a new episode. I think the MIBs must have poisoned one of my energy drinks, but it's gonna take a lot more than that to kill RORY POWERS, you mother I'm Rasputin baby, (laughs) I'm unkillable! Instead of skipping a week, we thought we'd release one of our older Patreon bonus episodes, so if you want someone to thank for this week's episode, thank the incredible people who support us on Patreon and make these episodes possible. Because of them, we get to have an investigation this week, so thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, there are 34 more over on Patreon.com, so check it out if you need your paranormal fix. And as always, we will be back next week with a new episode, because it takes more than a little bit of poison to kill me. Anyway, enjoy the story of Morgar, the sea beast. This one is actually uh, a user—not a user. I was going to say a user submission, a listener submission. <laughs> That's right. It's coming from a drug addict <laughs> who's seen some pretty crazy shit. Subject: What's the deal with crack? Uh, we are going to investigate that <laughs> For the today. First time ever <laughs> on location. Gonzo investigation Uh, This is a listener submission From one of uh, One of the leaders of the paranormal commune Daniel Mudson Hudson Of course A day one He wrote in and said Hey paranormal pals I was doing some research on cryptids in the UK And came across this Which caught my eye Hmm. Daniel Mudson Hudson Was talking about Morgar Wow. The Cornish Sea Beast. I've never heard of Morgar. I had never heard of Morgar either. So I looked it up. Right. Right off the bat, you know, you got a lot of similarities between Morgar and the Loch Ness Monster. Sure. But the main difference being, while uh, Nessie lives a life of uh, solitude, sure, uh, hiding in the shadows, Morgar likes the spotlight. Oh. <laughs> I thought Nessie was pretty
1: famous. Nessie is definitely a red carpet Oscars kind of paranormal entity. Yeah. Definitely A-list.
0: Morgar is more of like, is is more that actor that you're, it just is in every, is popping up in every movie. Okay. And you're like, who's in, Morgar's in this? He's, he's hot right Again? now. Again? Okay. Morgar is not, does not shy away from the
1: public's view. Nessie is like Daniel Day-Lewis. Does a handful of stellar world class performances, but then moves to the middle of bum nowhere, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, and is never seen again, but is kind of a legend. But Morgar is
0: Marvel Universe, <laughs> not nine movies a year kind of guy. Well, I found an amazing basically, an amazing log of all the sightings of the beast <laughs> uh, on a site called Fortiana which was a it was a great site a lot of this info is coming from fortiana so go check it out if you're interested nice but what we're gonna do is we're gonna start right back at the beginning and work our way through the sightings all the way up to the current day all right that seems like a good format for the podcast work our way methodically from the past to the future this is some old school
1: tpl shit this is how this is how we used to rock it Actually, time, I'm too
0: excited. Let's go straight to the future. Oh. Morgar's got a jet pack and what? a laser gun. I need contact. You're right. You're right. That was that was abrupt. We'll, we'll go back. We'll Going go back. to the future 2050, Morgar is president <laughs> of uh, every country. It, it rules the world. Our story begins on April 26th, 1876. Wow, long time ago. Fishermen at Garen's Bay land back at shore, panting and out of breath. When they finally, Not just because they're big guys, either. When they finally collected themselves, they began to tell the story of capturing an enormous sea serpent. Wow. The Royal Cornwall Gazette was the first newspaper to report the story, and they said, The sea serpent was caught alive in gerran's Bay. Two of our fishermen were afloat, overhauling their crab pots about 400 yards from the shore. When they discovered a serpent, coiled up in the floating cork mark of the crab pot below. Upon their near approach, it lifted its head and showed signs of defiance, upon which they struck it forcibly with an oar. (laughs) They, they, They pursued and captured it, bringing it ashore led alive for exhibition, soon after which it was killed on the rocks, and most inconsiderately cast again into the sea. Why was not the wonderful creature for which so many have been looking preserved and exhibited? It would have brought fame and riches to its captors. You're damn right. This isn't the way you think a cryptid (laughs) story is going to start, where the cryptid is dragged to shore and beaten to death, (laughs) (laughs) and then, then thrown back in the ocean. No. You know, usually it starts off with like, A fisherman's tail. Or like a a snapshot and you see it in the distance. Yeah. Or like you go through your family photos and Morgar's always been there in the background (laughs) of everyone. Their first instinct was to beat it with an oar. (laughs) Which even if you thought it was any kind of animal, that's pretty cruel. Yeah. Well, what is the defiance? I need to get to the bottom of this. I am not sure. They said it shows signs of defiance, which I guess is just any... Any sign that it didn't want to be beaten to death by an oar. Fine. Like wriggling around and stuff. That's kind of defiant, isn't okay, it? Okay, okay, okay. Like, let me out of here. You're wiggling around. I
1: mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Isn't that... I don't... I don't I'm not a big fisher, but I understand sure. that maybe to shock the fish, you, like, smack their heads off the ground uh to stop them yeah. you know to try and kill them or stun them stop them wriggling about
0: that sounds right t- now that you say it because i went on a fishing trip when i was growing up in uh, northern ireland yeah and yeah smashing fish's heads against the side of the boat if, <laughs> if it doesn't stun them we had a very cruel guide <laughs> that's all i'll say yeah he shouldn't have been taking children out on a fishing boat for sure yeah if that if, he, if that
1: was just off the dome some <laughs> shit he made up to look cool does this stun the fish
0: what (laughs) i'm just showing them who's boss that's all (laughs) keeping them in their place there's a (laughs) million of them in there you know what happened if they made it to land there's a million defiant little (laughs) shits swimming about down there so there had been rumors about a creature like it in the area but it had never been captured or obviously not killed before and even though the body was missing the locals figured that this was the end of Morgar. Right. Until July 5th, 1912, over okay. 30 years later. Damn. The crew of Dajaman vessel, Kaiserin Victoria, noticed something strange off their ship. As the object grew closer, they saw it clear as day. A huge sea beast! 20 feet long! No. A blue-gray top and a white belly. The creature was whipping back and forth in the water, defiantly. (gasps) But before the men could get to it, the beast submerged. Of course. Now, we have a sighting of a creature that matches the description of the beast 30 years later. But they thought they killed the creature and threw it back into the ocean. Could it possibly have survived? Is this another version of this sea beast? Hmm...
1: So we could be talking about the same Morgar, the one and only, the, the 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 champion of the oceans, or it could be in a member of Morgar's family, maybe yeah. some other, a number of the species. Morgar
0: Jr. Sure. Morgar Sr. Which there was a bit of white in that belly. Honestly,
1: so. it might make sense because... Morgar Jr would be out for revenge.
0: <laughs> yeah, 30 years later. Yeah. Morgar this time it's
1: personal. He was he was like a <laughs> centimeter, like a marble-sized egg at the time that his papa was taken away from him so cruelly.
0: Uh <laughs> but he saw he, he saw, saw everything, everything. <laughs> cuz he's just basically one eye <laughs> when they're when they're like that. The next official sighting of the creature was in the 1920s when a 15-year-old boy named Donald Bray was walking with his family and their friends. When little Donald spotted something out in the water. Bloody hell, Dad! What the f is that? My language, (laughs) Junior! It was the Morgar. (gasps) (gasps) Fing hell (laughs) son! They described it as a sea serpent with a head like a cow, a long neck! A long neck! Four feet out of the water and a humped body. What does that mean? Apparently, the creature reportedly looked Donald in the eye. <laughs> the car looked Donald in the eye. The sea serpent with, with a cow's head, a head and a yeah. hump body okay. looked him straight in the eye. So like a camel or something? <laughs> Look, what we're going to learn today as the story continues <laughs> is that unlike the chupacabra or the wendigo, Morgar has been seen a lot by a lot of different people. <laughs> yeah. And every time he's seen, he pretty much looks different. Okay, this is a shapeshifter. He's a little shapeshifter. Got Got I it. mean, it's always a slight variation of your classic sea monster, mm-hmm. but obviously cow head. No one mentioned a cow head in the previous encounters. <sighs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> that I had an interest in uh, Donald. Um, I did want to say one thing, which is that you know. I I I I I'm not judging the first sailors too harshly. These guys <laughs> that beat the, the thing to death okay. allegedly. Um, because if, if Morgar your character, is anything, that's fine. okay, enough. If Morgar is anything, it is a rare Pokemon. Okay. Uh, and from what I remember from my Pokemon training days, is that it was all too easy to land <laughs> a, an accidental critical hit on the Bish. <laughs> <laughs> you you one shot that thing its hp goes right to 0 and and
0: it's dead there is it's a gone. there is a difference though between accidentally quick attacking a, a magic carp and it fainting sure and beating a gyarados to death with an oar they use the same attack multiple times because yeah, margoth fainted margoth fainted and they didn't stop That's- <laughs> That's the in the water then they dragged it ashore <laughs> and then use like fucking water blast thunderbolt they use a powerful attack They captured him with an ultra ball, (laughs) brought him back to shore, released him in the the ball. ball. He thinks he's going out to battle. (laughs) He just beat the shit out of him with an oar. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. That's that's not the side you want to... That's some Team Rocket bullshit right there. That's right. But we don't associate with. The story continues. In 1926, two fishermen were dragging nets three miles off of Foulmouth when all of a sudden... They felt a snag on the ropes. Oh boy, we got a big one this time! (laughs) Pull it on board. Is that the local accent? That's the local. I I actually think it is. I hear it's a beautiful place. (laughs) As the men dragged the net up, they cried out loud as they discovered a giant sea monster in the net. What? The net was tiny as well. Don't know how this happened. It was twenty feet long, with an eight-foot. With an eight feet, with an eight foot tall, strange beaked head. And <laughs> the head is eight feet? <laughs> and, and four tiny little scaled legs attached to its body. Okay. The men also noticed that it had a broad back covered with matted brown hair. The men managed to grab a sample of the hair, and when it was examined by experts from the Plymouth Marine Biological Observatory they could offer no explanation as to what creature it had come from.
1: I feel like we're missing. (laughs) Okay. I feel like we're missing a couple steps in that capture process. So this thing is 20 feet long,
0: 20 feet long. It's head alone is eight foot Uh, tall, eight foot, (laughs) but it in this version, it does have a beaked head. So I don't know if it's like two foot head, six foot beak okay like a hummingbird yeah 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 or whatever long. that thing is a uh, stork what's the one that delivers the babies yes, yes. <laughs> i
1: got it confused with a pelican in my mind for a second i was like do the babies go in the mouth?" <laughs> that's what i was thinking I was like, that is very dangerous <laughs> so they capture it apparently they get mm-hmm. close enough to grab a tuft of hair yeah and presumably rip it out Yeah. It's not just fallen off like candy floss. I don't think so. Uh, But yet, where is the beast? How didn't they reel it in?
0: Either they let it go or it escaped defiantly. Well, we
1: do know it is defiant. I guess that's possible.
0: Maybe they grabbed some of the hair and they were like, this is all the proof we need. Right. A beast's hair. And then they're like, get out of here, you little scamp. This is enough to make us rich.
1: Yeah, we'll be rich now.
0: But they didn't even consider that if they take it to a uh you know a biologist a marine biologist i can be like we don't know what this is yeah where's the creature and they're like oh shit did you need a, like a toenail clipping he had four little legs maybe he had <laughs> four like, little we feet.
1: need this skeleton we need <laughs> really
0: we- shit <laughs> oh man that
1: actually makes sense now that you say it i, I have a problem all right no, Moving on. No, 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 Sorry. no, no. No, you don't get to. We just
0: have a lot of sightings to get through. We haven't even started. <laughs> okay. They, this is under the header of the early days. They, all right? No. Okay, well,
1: there's a lot of problems in the early days <laughs> that set a bad foundation for the rest of the story. What's so, so
0: weird about a 20-foot f***ing beaked cow almost with four w- little legs? Almost.
1: <laughs> the, the The worst, most confusing bit is the hair. yeah no no sea beast has hair it's not very water dynamic it's not good for swimming
0: because even even amphibious creatures don't have hair
1: a platypus maybe has a has hair it's kind of like a beaver but like it's different it's yeah
0: an otter yeah all right and they have like a beak they have a bill all coming out it's all coming out now i just every question you just had i just answered it well i wouldn't go that far i wouldn't go you actually tried to move the story on before i could July get my question okay 1934 the monster was spotted in witsand bay by several witnesses mm. it was described as monstrous glossy black with a long goose like neck oh fuck off <laughs> A humped back and a tremendous tail. <laughs> goose, look, this is everything but
1: a sea beast. We've had humped back, kylock head,
0: a beak. Look, goose, <laughs> goose neck. Goose neck is is just a, is a descriptive way of saying slippery ass little snake neck. I just want it to be. A, a Nessie I wanted to be a, a sea snake a sea serpent you could say that Nessie has a goose neck you could say because you know look, think about a goose right which one is that you can I'm say, thinking about a swan actually say, <laughs> what the f*** is a goose <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same the they're same? all birds with big ass necks uh, it's, it's similar you know it's that little curve thing the bit that pops out of the water okay fine alright I'm glad I got you on board with I feel that because like there's could... tougher bits coming up <laughs> It has the teeth of a man. <laughs> In the autumn of 1944, Ed Bodart and other crew members of a fishing vessel witnessed a creature somewhere off Foe Point. Suddenly, the Black Sea parted some 10 to 12 feet off the starboard side. A three to four foot diameter object with a ball-like head came straight out of the water and rose to a height of some 12 feet above the surface. Okay, the sea parted? The sea parted like, like freaking Moses. Okay. Are we now entering into the realm of the paranormal? If it wasn't weird enough already. So this thing is not just a goose, not just a beak <laughs> car. It may be Poseidon itself. It may rule the seas. They, they said the Black Sea parted some 10 to 12 feet in front of them 10 to 12 feet is a pretty that's pretty deep water. so this
1: is off the coast of this is still off the coast of cornwall so yeah
0: this all kind of takes place in cornwall uh yeah i mean at those
1: depths that fishers fish at i think it can vary a lot i mean i've only been in a boat off the uk a couple of times and like it is kind of alarming how shallow it gets at points yeah but yeah it could be anything from i guess hundreds of feet to quite little like you know 20 30 feet
0: and as far as i know yeah there are probably some species of whales that uh you know make their way around the uk but uh definitely not a lot of creatures that would have the capabilities physically <laughs> let alone spiritually <laughs> to part the water 10 feet i think they would need to be baptized <laughs> for, for a start for that ability it would have to have some super saiyan abilities. So here we have not only the appearance of the beast changing, but also the manner in which it appears. That is nuts. Spooky stuff. This is very outlandish. We're going forward again to the 1970s. <sighs> Graham Sampson of Kingsbridge claims he heard strange barking noises underwater. <laughs> underwater (laughs) you can't hear anything underwater i don't know what he what was he underwater (laughs) that was that's i shouldn't have included that one that's the stupidest one is that it that's yeah that's pretty much the (laughs) oh my god he just stuck his head underwater heard Heard a a few claps a bubble and thought it was the beast itself (laughs) barking for
1: action
0: (laughs) there are so many more sightings that take place in the 1970s that I'm just going to have to tell you the dates. Spotted in April 1976. Spotted in January 1976. Spotted in March 1976. Actually, in March 1976, a woman named Mary F. managed to actually take two photographs of the beast. Really? These pictures were published in local newspapers a few days Ooh, later. Ooh, I would love this
1: because we can finally put these rumors about goosenecks to rest.
0: Yeah, and before we do put it to rest, she said the creature looked like an elephant waving oh its trunk. God. But the trunk was a long neck with okay, a small head. I at the get end, it. Like a. Snake okay ass. well
1: someone said the head was eight foot long so it's not exactly a small head uh they said the beak was
0: maybe eight foot long the it's head f- is like long. a raisin up there it's okay, tiny so we didn't have a beak that day <laughs> maybe she was looking at him from the back so the beak was out when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring Look, these sightings have gone on long enough. It obviously doesn't care about being seen. It's flashing its beak and gooseneck all over town. It parted the ocean. (laughs) It hasn't been done in over 2,000 years. That's metaphorically drawing back the curtains to reveal itself. Yeah. It couldn't be more out in the open if it could fly a hand glider. (laughs) It was time to get a professional involved. Yes. So in March 1976, I'm sorry. Can I see the photos? You kind of glossed uh, over that. You, you kind of use it as evidence, but in then uh, in sorry, you're just you're interrupting me. In March, 19, no, I'm uh, not
1: interrupting you because you brought up the photos. So all I'm I, just, I have is a, can we see lot, the photos
0: before you move on? I'm not gonna lie, bud. We're, we are short on time tonight. It is a little rushed. I have okay, the photos. Well, I definitely have right, the photos. So just turn the computer on
1: and show me it. I don't. know. I mean. You know what? If There's, you're, if it you're it not might willing to show me, I'm, I'm just, just gonna. Throw off my flow. That's cool. You just talk, and I'll look up the photos on Google. No, no, don't
0: do that. Don't do that. I, I'll show. I'll show them to you. I'll show them to you. It's fine. <sighs> All right.
1: You're being so I, reluctant about showing me the photos. I don't know why. I that just, is. I've.
0: T- the creature has been described in so many beautiful ways that I feel like showing you the pictures of the beast aren't going to live up to the expectations that you have created uh, in your own head.
1: But, well, that you've created by. T- Talking uh, a, hey talking a big game don't shoot the, the messenger here i
0: didn't say the thing had a beak i didn't say it was you a little you absolutely goose. said all of those things who else said that i regurgitated them i'll show you the pictures but you have to just accept that this these were the olden days and pictures were shit things don't look good okay so just bear that in mind so it doesn't
1: you're saying before you even look glanced at it you're saying it doesn't it's just not believable. In your cool. head,
0: you're obviously expecting like a selfie. You don't know what I'm of do Beast with a beautiful gooseneck and a
1: lovely Listen, beak. We've been doing it for for this for 150 episodes. I, I I'm not. A, I'm just expecting. All right, here it is. Evidence. Here it is. Then you oh, son well, of a you
0: bitch. F- Christ. Just, watch it, watch yeah. it. All right, we're we're barely out of the early days section. Okay, there's a lot more to come. So choose your next words wisely. <laughs> what? Why is it? a
1: literal shadow why that's no no more evidence
0: for you no more you lost you just lost your evidence privileges buddy it does have a raisin head you're right what it's uh it looks like a dinosaur it it looks like the big dinosaurs that eat leaves from the top trees what are they called
1: diplodocus or something Diplodopus. yeah the bottom one looks badly drawn i don't know how that's possible for a photograph but its neck is squiggly (laughs) The neck is squiggly. <laughs> it looks like an ink blotch. It's an ink blotch. It's absolutely. It's pitch black, despite the sea being different shades.
0: Hey, those pictures were published in a newspaper. Okay, so, well, I'd mean be a careful lot. going around and saying that those aren't authentic. So, as I said, time to get a professional involved. In March 1976, renowned dragon hunter. Professor Michael McCormick Stop right there. Dragon. Came hunter. over
1: so, a dragon hunter, renowned, renowned dragon hunter, hunter no
0: <laughs> not just dragon hunter, renowned dragon hunter, Professor I'm Michael McCormick. Slightly
1: confused because I'm pretty sure even we've covered dragons on the show before. Have we?
0: Uh, I think maybe in the very early days. We did that one that talked about the legend of Shonks. And I think he fought a dragon at some point. That might have actually been a bonus episode, I'm not sure. And dragons definitely did come up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we've never we've ever done an episode on drag that maybe, could be a maybe good maybe episode. We should. Yeah, that's a that's a good shout.
1: Well, I don't mean to spoil that upcoming episode, but
0: Don't say dragons aren't real. I'm just saying I've
1: never heard of a dragon hunter, much less a renowned dragon hunter.
0: Well, he came all the way from Albuquerque, New Mexico, to, to see the beast. So I don't know what they're training people to do over there. Apparently cooler stuff than they are over here. His plan was to capture the beast with a little help from a very special man named Doc Shields. I don't know if you remember Doc Shields no he actually came up in a case that we investigated in the past Uh uh-huh in the uh the investigation of the owl man oh yeah another cornwall beast cornwallian cryptid oh yeah the pedo owl i remember him (laughs) exactly for lack of a better word yeah doc shields was the uh the cryptid hunter who is definitely not a doctor or has any medical training. And uh, we looked up his Wikipedia in the episode. And the the best part that we found was um, that he had to leave London after a drunken incident in which he threatened a police officer with a gun.
1: <laughs> okay, so maybe not the best guy to take down this thing alive. Well, he's got a
0: gun. We know that. We so. know that. I will say, you know, after after him popping up a second time, I actually looked up more about Doc Shields. Mm-hmm. Guy's got a great history of hunting the paranormal. Really? Uh, he's been doing the Lord's work uh, all over the UK, getting involved in a lot of different cases. And I mean, here he is teaming up with a f- dragon hunter from New Mexico. Why isn't this a Netflix show? Yeah. Doc Shields and Michael McCormick. One of them's got a gun and the other one hunts dragons. It's said that the pair used, quote... Traditional, magical, and ceremonial (laughs) techniques to lure the creature out of the ocean. Traditional is gun, right? (laughs) Traditional's gun. Magical is the gun, but the bullets have been dipped in holy water. For quite a while, they were unsuccessful. (laughs) What's
1: quite a while? We talking hours or weeks?
0: Uh, We're talking months, (laughs) (laughs) by the looks of it. The Beast was sighted on April 16th, 1976, in May 1976, in July 3rd, 1976. Later in that same month, Roy Peters, a 17-year-old diver, said that he saw three mini Morgars What? just off the coast. He said they had skin like seals, but because of their ugly heads and necks, they were definitely not seals.
1: Well, I think something that makes Morgars special is the fact that he's very big. So three mini ones is automatically a little
0: less interesting. Three mini Morgars that look like seals are probably seals.
1: Yeah. Come to think of it, I prefer them being cows and geese and whatever the f***.
0: Well, months later in November 1976, Doc Shields said that he had managed to capture the creature in photographs. At Parsons Beach.
1: We knew you could do it, Doc. I don't know why I ever doubted you. You're the man for the job. Let's see it. Let's
0: see these photos. He said, I was waving my stick around and it appeared. No one was more amazed than me. Doc said he had stumpy little horns. And he described the body of the animal as 15 feet long. Okay. Uh, What did he just say? He was waving his stick around? Maybe that was part of the ceremonial process or maybe also did maybe he say, stick is what he calls his gun
1: <laughs> i think that is <laughs> what people call I was waving my piece
0: around and it appeared uh also did he say no one was more surprised than me so even he didn't think he could do it <laughs> i mean it's been it, i'm frankly amazed he's still here it's been months at this point the f- Dragon Lord went home probably day five after it didn't show up. But a year later, on February 2nd, 1977, Doc Shields again tried to invoke Morgar at the same point that he'd seen the beast last, but it was unsuccessful. I, I don't, She's playing hard to get, he claimed.
1: I don't want to derail us too much, but you did again mentioned that photographs were taken and then kind of skimmed over that fact. Is it possible to see Doc's photos? I'm
0: not going to lie. I don't have these photos in my evidence, but that's because I also didn't look for them. Hmm. So I'm going to do a little Google search right now. Uh, It's very hard to tell because of um, his involvement with the Loch Ness Monster and uh, Morgar, which is which? Because they both kind of look the same. But that's one of the pictures that popped up. <laughs> that is not
1: just a sea beast. That is one of the like puppets from like a la- the Land Before Time. Yeah, it does poking look like out of water.
0: A dinosaur's head just emerging. I am. So- <laughs> Whenever he said about
1: waving his stick around, I am somewhat impressed by this image of him uh, on a beach wielding a sword. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> with two naked women uh, on either side of him. <laughs> and he's just in like a raincoat and a woolly jumper with with like as with like a 4-foot long broadsword.
0: If that does not make you trust a man, I don't know what does. We're jumping straight from the early days to a little section called conclusions. What? <laughs> You gotta be kidding me. I'm out of you... evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought the Dark Shields thing was gonna pinch it for you. You gotta be fing kidding me. What are your thoughts it was on like Morgar? It
1: was like you robbed the jewelry store, got into the getaway vehicle, and then at the first turn off slowed down to a halt and handed yourself
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I set out to 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 list all of the sightings of morgar this this beautiful sea serpent with a cow head a goose neck and a big beak sure and i did that granted (laughs) have there been more since february 2nd 1977 1977? sure there's probably been a shit ton because it seems like he pops up every other day have i looked into them no hell no (laughs) The last thing I saw was a couple of years back, someone thought they found his skeleton washed up on the beach.
1: <laughs> okay, so he might not be with us anymore. There's
0: a good chance Morgar's dead. Right. Um, I mean, the, the thing's already been alive for over a hundred years. And the first encounter I mentioned was him being beaten to death. So I'm going to go ahead and assume he's probably not around anymore. Yeah, well, after
1: that point, every year was a gift. <laughs> yeah, It was exactly. an unexpected gift. Okay, no, listen, I, I'm being a little hard. I only thought, I, I, just from all this talk of early years, I thought there might have been more recent sightings.
0: That was misleading of me, sure.
1: But, but I, you know, I shouldn't necessarily expect that. A cryptid doesn't necessarily mean some psychedelic paranormal beast that lives beyond the means of space and time. It just means a creature unknown to science. right. Um, that we don't know if it exists yet, so it might have a normal lifespan, and that could involve it dying in the last fifty years for sure. Is true, particularly when the fishermen were beating it to death. I will say it's particularly interesting that there is such a glut of sightings for this beast. You know, we, oh my that's God, something yeah. that can't necessarily be said of a lot of other beasts. I mean, including the Loch Ness monster. Loch Ness monster, uh, listen, he's he's. Is too famous. People, yeah. Everyone, every tourist is visiting there wanting to see Nessie. Um, and so they have to come away with a story and oftentimes they're just making stuff up.
0: She's, she's got to like swim around with the baseball cap and the shades on. Yeah. These days getting like Ubers just fr- to and from every lake because it's like, I can't even, she can't even set tail in public without being snapped by the, the paps. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's a little bit more under the radar I mean, all I know about Cornwall is is what we've researched on the podcast. And from that, it basically sounds like Narnia. Right. <laughs> there, there are monsters and goblins and sea beasts, probably talking lions, helping kids take over the, the, the mythical government. I don't know what's going on in this place. We've got cryptids coming out the wazoo. It's definitely... There's definitely
1: something to it, like... I mean, Cornwall, Scotland, Ireland, it's all kind of this, it's all this kind of Celtic landscape, very beautiful, mystical looking landscapes that definitely lend themselves to undiscovered creatures.
0: Yeah, and you could probably argue that as a cynic, maybe some of that folklore and uh, mythology has seeped into the... The residents of these places more so than people in uh, larger cities.
1: Very true. Yeah. I don't know how many like cryptid sightings are coming out of like South London. Yeah. uh, Compared to places like Cornwall. It's
0: true. It's true.
1: But I will say one thing I'm disturbed by is the wild variation in descripting factors. Oh, yeah. uh, For Morgar.
0: Either there is a monster factory at the bottom of the ocean or, or people can't describe a creature very well. Or else
1: Morgar has some kind of GTA style paint job garage <laughs> underneath the ocean where after every sighting, he gets a new look.
0: Every time he gets five stars, he just rolls into this garage, <laughs> changes color and pops out. And everyone's like, what the who the who is that? <laughs> Couldn't be Morgar. <laughs> Morgar is the face of a cow, yet this is a goose. <laughs> All right, we're, we're just uh, being around the bush here. Uh, we don't have to come to a conclusion on bonus episodes, no. whether or not it's real and whether or not it's false. Sure. And out of the courtesy of Morgar, I'm not going to do that. Out of the uh, courtesy of Doc Shields, I'm not going to do that because he's probably still out there with two babes and a broadsword swinging it about in a thunderstorm, hunting to this very day. No one was more surprised than me <laughs> when something actually happened. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Kit, for letting hey, me Hey, thank tell you, you the for tale.
1: investigating this, Roy. You did a stellar job pulling this one together.
0: Thank you. Special shout out to, as I said, uh fortiana the website that had a lot of uh information about the history and sightings of morgar which nice. was awesome guys there's nothing to shout out really we couldn't be here without you we couldn't be doing this without you so just want to thank you for helping to support the show helping to support these two paranormal pals in their podcast adventures i've said it before i say it again you guys own us yeah, well don't say it don't say it too much. I said much. it before, I say it again. You're getting it in their head. You can
1: tell us to do pretty much anything and we will do it. If you got <laughs> if you got you've got a problem, you need help with? If it's like a little if if it's you
0: need a little muscle? That's know. Whoa, okay. Well that took a weird turn. I thought you meant like fix a sink or like unplug a drain or ah, something, you know. a little you're saying that we can, right? you're saying we can kill on demand. Well, I didn't say anything like that, Roy. I just okay. said if you
1: need a little a muscle. extra muscles. Okay. I'm not talking about Mr. Muscle, all right?
0: Wink, wink. Don't wait. You, you no could judge. have winked and I would have been able to see it, but you said Well, wink, the wink, listeners wouldn't <laughs> have hurt
1: seen the wink, would they?
0: I didn't know you wanted them to see the wink because it seems... All right. I get what you're saying. Here. If we we'll, we'll, need we'll,
1: someone's legs broken.
0: What did we say? I think we said in one of the early episodes uh, that if you, if you donate to us on Patreon, we will hunt and kill whoever you say is Bigfoot. <laughs> We only need
1: one (laughs) word.
0: Yeah, because then that's not on us. Yeah. We're like, Julia said that it was Bigfoot. So we're just doing our jobs. That's not on us. That's our thing. Guys, thank you so much for joining. I hope you enjoyed this month's bonus episode. Uh, We'll be back, obviously, next Tuesday with a brand new Paranormal Tale. And until then, folks, always remember to live fast, fast, investigate, and die young, young, baby! baby! (laughs) What?